Welcome to the Relentless Growth Podcast, where business owners and personal growth junkies find powerful conversations, great questions, and coaching that will change your life. My name is Chris Goodman, and as a life and business coach with more than 15,000 hours of experience coaching and training business owners, I've learned a thing or two about growth. This podcast will open you up to new ideas and actions to help you live a happier life, build a greater business, truly become your best, and lead others in their pursuit of relentless growth. Let's get started. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Relentless Growth. I'm your host, Chris Goodman. Today, we're talking about how to get people to do stuff or how to get people to not do stuff. Either way, we're talking about what makes people move and how we do it in the coaching space. This is one of the most common questions I get when somebody new finds out I'm a life and business coach and they're like, how do you make somebody do something? So I'm going to show you how today. And then I also want to take a break here just before we dive in to invite you, if you're into this type of thing and you're into changing yourself, changing other people, I want to invite you to a collaboration that I'm doing with Dr. John Connolly on October 5th from 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern. This is going to be a free training slash coaching session where you get to show up on Zoom and ask questions or look for help from Dr. John Connolly or myself. Who is Dr. John Connolly? If you've been listening to the show, you know he was my guest on episode 110, 110. So you can always scroll back and check that episode out if you missed it. And he has been a licensed therapist and clinical worker for over 40 years, over four zero years, that is. So much experience in hypnosis, neurolinguistic programming, all kinds of coaching modalities, and of course, clinical psychology. At the end of the day, what does he do? Dr. John has developed his own groundbreaking method called the Rapid Resolution Therapy Modality. This is a technique I've watched him deploy on people and help them release traumas that are decades old in just minutes, in just one session. It's uncanny, and I love and appreciate his work for this reason. It's setting people free all over the place. So I asked him to partner up with me to do this free training so that we could bring some of my coaching style to you and bring some of his groundbreaking work to you as well. So if you have something you'd love to break through, break free from, move past, move on from, just get some guidance with show up to that free training. There will be a link in the show notes. Just scroll down, tap the link, put in your email address and join us for that free session on October 5th. That's 2022. If you're listening to this far in the future from 6 to 8 PM Eastern, we'd love to have you there. Now, real quick, if you're listening, thinking, well, I don't have any capital T traumas or even small T traumas that Dr. John could help with, that's okay. I already know several of my real estate friends are going to join and get help or coaching with their anxieties about the changing market. So it doesn't have to be something, you know, really deep seated. It could be something you're just struggling with in the moment, given your work, life, relationships, all of the above. Okay. Today, we're going to talk about how to get people to just do things. How do you get somebody to do something? <laughs> and I'm laughing because if you've been a coach or a leader for any amount of time, you know, this is this is kind of the magic question. How do you get somebody to do something? One way to answer this is, well, you don't. You don't get them to do anything. Either they decide to, 
and they do it, or they don't and they don't change. And it really doesn't have anything to do with you. The other way to, to put it is, well, you can be manipulated into doing something. You can be brainwashed into thinking something and then, of course, change your action or behavior because of it. You could be hypnotized. And so, therefore, without the hypnosis, maybe you wouldn't have broken free from it. I'm going to tell you, at the end of the day, here's where I come out on this. Sometimes we can get people to do things by changing the way they think. Sometimes we cannot get people to do things because we didn't change the way they think or feel. I know that sounds like I'm riding the fence, but in my experience, that's been the truth. And I'll borrow from Dr. John since I brought him up earlier. I like how he said this the other day in a training session, that sometimes we don't have the keys to unlock somebody. And that's not necessarily a problem. It just means we didn't have that skill set in that particular day, or we didn't have something that we might have needed to move that person. So my argument here is going to be, well, maybe we just didn't have the right leverage, That's what I use to move people as a coach, as a leader, as an employer, all of the above, even as a husband sometimes. What I'm looking for is a lever long enough to move somebody. You've probably heard the famous quote from the Greek mathematician Archimedes. He said, give me a place to stand and a lever long enough and I shall move the world. With a long enough lever, we can move whatever, right? And you've probably witnessed this. I remember being a kid and I was working on something and I couldn't get this nut to break loose. And I was fighting it with this wrench and you know, grunting and sweating. And my dad was like, what are you doing? Why are you, why are you working so hard with this? And I said, I just can't get this thing to break open. And he said, you need a cheater pipe. And I was like, what the hell is a cheater pipe? Don't know. Never heard that before. So he walks off, comes back a few minutes later, and he's got this long, heavy pipe in his hands. And he slides the pipe over the end of the wrench, which was only five or six inches long, but the pipe was probably two feet long. And he just barely leans down on that pipe and boom, pop that nut right off. (laughs) It was my car now that I'm telling the story I remember. It's this old beat up piece of crap Honda that I had. (laughs) Anyway, I vividly remember thinking, wow, that made that so easy. And I just didn't know what I didn't know there. So maybe this is how we can break you open with where you are today, something you're struggling with, something you're helping somebody through, either in your life, your business relationships, wherever, somebody somebody's struggling with a health issue. What we're looking for is a long enough lever to pop them open, to move them, right? Now, how do we figure out what that cheater pipe, what that lever is for someone? Well, this is the fun part, because if there were a standardized approach to this, I think every single coach on the planet would use it. There's not. There's an art to this. And to me, that's kind of the fun because you're dealing with a real live human who has had real live experiences. It's kind of like snowflakes, right? There's no two are the same. And that's kind of the fun part of it when you start to appreciate people and how they how they build their mind around these things. So if I want to find out somebody's leverage, I'm going to reach for one of four modalities, one of four ways to get there. So if you're taking notes, this would be the time to go, okay, one of four things. Where's he going to start? The first one that I use, I learned from Tony Robbins, who probably learned it from somebody else, who probably learned it from somebody else, the six fundamental human needs. I've talked about these at least a dozen times throughout the podcast. Here's what you need to know. Every single human walking the planet is doing something or not doing something to meet their needs. And once, if you've ever heard of Maslow's hierarchy, once our basic human needs like shelter, food, you know, once those things are met, 
Then we can move on to these fundamental human needs, like the things that make us humans. What do we need in order to survive and thrive aside from food and shelter, clothing, etc.? Well, that's great. Everybody's working to meet their needs. What the hell are they? <laughs> there are six. And if you're taking notes, this would be the time to scribble them down. Number one, certainty. Number two, uncertainty, also known as variety. Number three, significance. Number four, contribution, giving. Number five, love slash connection. Sometimes we don't need love, but we do need that human connection. Have you ever seen the one of the most severe penalties in the prison system called solitary confinement? It's almost cruel and unusual punishment to leave a human without connection for a, a prolonged period of time. If you've ever watched the hit TV show called Alone, these folks go out to survive in the wilderness for as long as humanly possible, and some of them go 100 plus days totally by themselves in a harsh environment, and always people quit, not just because of the harsh environment, but because of the loneliness they experience, the lack of love and connection. Okay, number six, growth. This podcast series is called Relentless Growth because we're focused on growing as a human, as a business owner, as a partner, as a father, mother, like any capacity you're operating in, you're either growing or dying. And so we call it relentless growth because we want you to keep growing. So you can see here, okay, it's pretty easy to spot. Some people are, for instance, significance driven. If somebody wants to, actually, I should qualify this before I go too far. And you've heard me quote Tony Robbins. If you're curious about this, you know, start with him um, because I think he's the He's probably the original authority on compartmentalizing it this way, that ultimately it's not just understanding the needs, these six fundamental human needs, it's understanding how a person meets those needs, how a person is meeting their needs. So for instance, you might have a very high need for certainty. I need to know I'm going to get this paycheck. I need to know it's going to come every other week and I need to know my bills are going to be paid. I need to know that. Whereas somebody else is going, I have a very high need for uncertainty. I don't care if I ever get a paycheck. As long as I feel happy, who cares? I'll figure it out. So how you're, so, you know, A, knowing those needs. B, how you're meeting the needs matters because you can meet them in healthy ways or unhealthy ways. You can meet them in ways that are good for the planet or bad for the planet. Okay. Not going to go into all of that today. I'm just hoping to reveal to you that when I'm listening to someone and they're asking for help to change a problem they're dealing with, a thing they've been fighting, an anxiety that they struggle with or whatever, I'm listening very carefully to, okay, what is this person all about? Are they all about significance? Are they all about contribution? Are they all about growth? What is their top, let's say one or two set of needs and how are they doing things or not doing things to meet them? So if you're following along, how do I get somebody to do something? Well, I'll show them how whatever they're doing or not doing is costing them the need that they want the most. So for instance, certainty, right? A lot of people want to make more money and they'll get into coaching and they'll say, I want to make more money. And really what they're saying is I have a high need for certainty. I need to know I'm going to make more money. And we start coaching them toward that. Well, how would you do that? 
How might you do that if anything was possible? And then we'll see it. Boom. They'll say something like, well, I can't just quit my job. I can't just start a business because then I wouldn't know if I'm going to get a paycheck. Right? In other words, I couldn't do X because X won't meet my need for certainty because it's too much variety. It's too much uncertainty. I can't suffer through that. So a lot of times I'll go the other way with their human need here. For a lever, I'll say, okay, what if we just took all your certainty away? You work for a company right now, right? Yes. Okay, what if that company's boss decided to shut it down or sell it tomorrow and you didn't have a job anymore? Then what what would you do? (laughs) And some of you are laughing because maybe this has happened to you and you're like, I thought I had certainty. I thought it was right there. I had a great job and then the rug was pulled out from under me and there was no certainty anymore. And then you figured it out, didn't you? That's the key, is I'm taking them to a place where even without that certainty, they can go create it. All right, so before I get too long-winded in this, which I have a tendency to do, I'm going to ask you to attend that free session and watch for where John and I will do this, where we will look for what this person is all about. We will lean into that fundamental human need that they're going for or that they're lacking And we'll use that as leverage to help them see how to get it. Okay. If that doesn't work, I'll probably look for number two. Is there some other motivation other than a human need that is extremely important to them? Recently, I was coaching someone and their father had passed away, I believe about a decade ago. But this has left a long lasting impression on them. They don't care about money. They don't care about success. They don't care about having a private plane or those types of things. They don't even talk much about enlightenment or inner peace. They do talk about missing their father. They do talk about making him proud. So this piques my interest, and I kind of take a mental note of this as I'm coaching this person, that what they're really looking for here is somehow to fill that void of losing that father figure. We don't have to get all Freudian about it. We don't have to go deep into psychology about it. It's pretty clear. Like, this is an important thing. So while I'm coaching them, I might say something like, what would your dad say about you missing him? And start to explore some of the things that they probably don't get to on their own. And I'll look for some other motivating factor to use as leverage. And hopefully with the right questions, they'll start to see things differently. And as they see things differently, guess what? They'll make different decisions. And when they make different decisions, they change their life. Clearly an oversimplification for the sake of time. Again, if you want to experience this, jump into that free training with us, show you how this works. Or you can always go to goodmancoachinginc.com and click on the links there to set up a session with uh, either myself or one of the coaches on our team. If the six fundamental human needs don't work, if the motivators don't work, then what do I go to? Fear. I go to fear, not to scare somebody into doing something, but because fear is actually a great motivator in some instances. And I know some people are going to disagree with that. But here's what I mean. Fear will get the body to move. And sometimes that's okay, right? If a bear is chasing me, which luckily has never happened, (laughs) but if it did happen, I might want it to mobilize resources, either to make my eyes bigger so that I can scan for you know an opportunity, a big stick I could use to defend myself, my bear spray that's on my hip that you know I temporarily forgot about. It might put more oxygen into my lungs so that I could run if I thought I could get away from this bear. Whatever the case, that fear might actually serve me. In this case, I'm saying this: the fears that we have 
especially the individual fears that we've picked up along the way based on our life story, can be used for good. How does that work without manipulating somebody? Well, I just show them how there's two types of fear. A fear of gain, I'm going to get successful, and then I'm going to get too busy. And when I get all those things, something bad is going to happen. So that's a classic fear of gain I, I deal with. A fear of loss. I'm going to get successful, and when I get that, I'm going to lose my family because I'm going to be too busy to have them around, to deal with them, to make them happy. So we'll lean into those fears and show them how that fear is actually informing their choices right now. All right, again, probably a little oversimplified, but I want you to pay attention to this in your own mind. Where does the fear of gain or the fear of loss motivate you to do something? And do you want to keep it that way? All right, number four, I'll actually, I'll often borrow from someone's future self. If human needs isn't working, if motivations aren't doing the trick, if fear is not really singing to it, if I can't get down to that level, I'll start borrowing from their future version of them, the one they want to be, the best version of themselves, the one who's happiest, sometimes in kind of a grim way, I'll say, pretend you're on your deathbed. And you'll be surprised at how often we can get perspective like that when we go to that future self. And they always, it's fascinating. The language always gets so simple when they borrow from their future self. So I'll do this exercise. I'll find the episode here one second. Yeah, it was episode 27 where I did a simplified version of this future self meditation or exercise. And I'll guide people you know, through this sort of uh, visualization where they meet their future self. And I'll ask them, what's the most important thing the future version of you has to tell you right now? And they'll always say something simple like, just relax, you're going to be fine. Or you're stronger than you think. Or you don't have to impress anyone anymore. Or You don't have to carry this. This isn't your problem. The language always gets so simple and so open and so easy. And it's always fascinating to me how brilliant our future selves are once we can access them. And that can be excellent leverage to get people to stop doing something because they'll see, okay, I'm making it hard on myself. I'm afraid of being afraid, for instance, and I'm suffering for the sake of suffering instead of letting go of this. So at the end of the day, When someone asks me, how do you get somebody to do something or not do something? I'll reach for whatever leverage it takes to get them to move. And I usually won't quit until we find it because I believe it's possible for everybody. And if we're just skilled enough as coaches or leaders in that capacity, we can help unlock them and help them see it a different way. The truth is though, I'm not just using the leverage. I'm changing how they think. And once we change how they think, we'll change how they feel. And those feelings are the integral piece of what they choose to do or not do based on that feeling. And then, of course, from there, it's just downhill. The results pour in and we use that as feedback. And sometimes it works and sometimes we have to go back and do more coaching. But at the end of the day, this is really about changing how someone thinks. All right. Got it. Clear as mud. (laughs) (laughs) without actually practicing these things, I feel like it'll be pretty difficult to master any of this. So again, my encouragement to you is to go first, get coaching yourself, 
Learn what your human needs look like. Learn what your motivations look like. Uncover your fears that maybe you didn't even know you had. And then, really important, at least every once in a while, go visit with your future self and see what kind of wisdom they have to share with you. All right, everyone. Thanks for tuning in today. Again, you are invited uh, no matter what you're doing, what your problem is, what issue you'd like t- uh, coaching on, you're invited to a free session with Dr. John Connolly and myself, October 5th from 6 to 8 p.m. via Zoom. Scroll down in the show notes here or go to goodmancoachinginc.com and look for the link. You can also find information at rapidresolutiontherapy.com. Either way, the fastest way to get there is to scroll down in the show notes right now and go on and set up your email address to get all the details for that free training. Thanks everyone. We'll see you on the next episode of Relentless Growth. Thanks for listening to this episode of Relentless Growth. If you're ready to improve your own life and business with passion, purpose, and relentless growth, go to goodmancoachinginc.com where you can learn more and sign up for coaching right now.